Have you noticed so much business and marketing content out there is so abstract and airy-fairy? Like what they're saying sounds good, but what do you actually need to do? That's where the Good Marketing, Good Business podcast comes in. This is where I share practical strategies to help you grow your service-based business. And in case we haven't met yet, I'm Shannon Stone, award-winning business and marketing consultant. And for the last decade or so, I've been diving in deep with small business owners, helping them to make more sales and get more done in less time. And today's episode is no different. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. Super excited for this one. Today we are talking about this technique that I have called assume the sale. Now in my business with my clients, I have these, you would almost call them affirmations. There are strategies behind them, but giving these labels and words to some of the techniques that we use are really helpful for my clients. Assume the sale is one of them. Fierce action towards sales is probably the crowd favorite. The best friend effect is another technique. I've got, I don't know, a dozen or so of these different strategies where there's a label to it and they just understand what they mean. So I wanted to talk about assume the sale because it's one that can really shift people from being passive and permission-based to being more proactive and direct in a really positive way. I know so many businesses don't like to be salesy when it comes to selling in their business and assume the sale would be the non-salesy technique to still get sales and be a person of value who really wants to help their leads, their prospects, their ideal clients to move away from the problem they're experiencing or to solve that thing that they help them with. So, At the end of the day, you're running a business, so we do need to be sales focused, but how can we do that in a way that is really authentic? How can we do that in a way that still gets sales without feeling really icky? So assume the sale might be one that you can adopt into your business as well. I will share some examples. I'll share some different things that will help support you with this. But I think first, we always have to explain what it is in a little bit more detail. So you understand the foundation and then you can start to apply it in your business. So assume the sale is about moving in the direction that people want what you have and believing that you can help them. Instead of asking for permission, such as, do you want this thing? It's moving into, here's how I can help you. It's instead of saying, would you like the link to book a call with me? Here is the link to book a call with me. It's a small distinction, but unless someone's brought it to your awareness, you're probably not going to notice it. And so that's what I wanted to achieve in this episode that you would hopefully look at, are you being too passive or permission-based in your business when it comes to making sales? And can we shift you into being more proactive, more direct in a really positive way? Because what this does is say, for example, you're asking someone, would you like to book a call with me versus here's how I can help you. Here is the link to book a call with me. You are being more proactive. You are being more direct. You're giving people the information they need up front to make that next step forward with you. But you're also saving people time. So someone doesn't have to come back to you to say, yes, I would like the link to book a call. Can you please send it? So you're saving that back and forth that can happen. And even 
there's back and forth that won't happen when someone is like, oh, yeah, I want to get back to that person and I want to book a call with them and I need to ask them to book a call. Maybe I'll even go looking for that link without even asking them. I had this experience over the weekend where I really wanted the link to book a call with someone and it was really hard and they weren't getting back to me. You know, it was the weekend. Their business actually does run on the weekend, but, you know, weekends are weekends. Maybe things came up or whatever it might be, but it added a lot of friction to me booking that call. And so, It saves people time when you as the business owner or the service provider are more proactive, you are more direct. And so it also saves people, I guess, the angst of experiencing the problem and looking for a solution. And also you can make a sale much sooner as well for lots of different reasons. So last thing I'll share as we're setting the foundation and talking a little bit behind the scenes of this assume the sale technique is that. I assume that you as the business owner have positive intent when it comes to working with people. So I can share so many marketing, sales, psychology strategies to help you to grow your business. But first and foremost, you have to be doing it in a really positive way. You have to believe that your services are really going to help people and that by using these strategies like assume the sale or at some point, I'll share fierce action towards sales and all these other techniques, along with the other strategies we have already shared on the podcast. You have to believe that you are doing something positive for people and that by applying these strategies in with what you're already doing, it's at the end of the day, you are helping people. So you are not feeling salesy. You are just running a business. And this is just a vehicle. These strategies are just a vehicle to get in front of the right people to help them to come by from you. So that is assuming positive intent that you really understand how sales fits into your business and that your sales and services are really here to help people. All right, a few examples to help you to assume the sale. One, and this is probably, I remember really explaining this deeply to a client when this happened to her. She wanted to send, uh, she had like a, I guess you'd call it like a hot list of people who wanted access to a lead magnet of hers. So she thought about saying, do you want this or would you like me to send the link to you? So more passive, more permission-based versus here's the lead magnet and here's the link for it. So moving away from would you like this or would you like me to send the link, even if they've already said, yes, I really do want it. Thanks so much. Do you want me to send the link over? You know, instead of being more passive and permission-based, just send people the link. Here's the link to the lead magnet that you requested. Or I know you're experiencing this problem. I believe this would really help you. Here's the link to the lead magnet. So maybe you have a network of people, maybe on your email database, they've signed up to your database because they know you can help them in some kind of way. Maybe you create a new lead magnet. And so you email your database to say, you know, you're probably here because you are wanting help with X, Y, and Z. Instead of saying, would you like Uh, the link to this new lead magnet I've created. And obviously you wouldn't call it a lead magnet to them. But instead of saying, would you like the thing? I would instead encourage that you say, here is the link to this thing. It's going to help you in these kind of ways. So when you do it that way, you are saving people so much time 
not just them, but also you as well. So if people come back and say, yes, I actually do want that link. I would love to download that ebook, that lead magnet, whatever it might be. You, then you have more work on your plate. You have to go back or your VA or your assistant has to go back and get all those emails or those people and send it to them and going a lot of back and forth. And I will just pause here for a moment because there can be a place for having a high touch walk someone's hand through a strategy. There can be a lot of benefits to that, but this is weighing up the risk versus reward. Is it worth it for you to have that high touch to that degree where you're really nurturing someone, you're asking them every step of the way, you're making them feel like they are the only person in the room by doing some of these strategies where you might tailor more of the messaging specifically to them, or you might ask a specific question for that individual person but there's probably more reward in saying hey I know you're on this list and you don't use these words but I know you signed up or you're getting these emails from me because you're wanting help with xyz I've just created this new ebook that will help you to do x y and z here is the link for it. I know it can really help you. So being more proactive, being more direct, showing, giving people the stuff up front. So it's assuming the sale. And when we say sale, it's not just the transactional sale from the sales call. It's also in your marketing as well. So that was one example for you moving away from, do you want this to here is the thing? Here's the link for it. Another uh, example that I have for you is, Someone who say you have an audit in your business, you know, that's a lead magnet of some kind, you could say to the person who's interested in it, and and this, I think this example is great in a conversation setting. A lot of people might say, if you ever want to book in an audit with me, if you ever, if you were ever interested in this, you know, audit or whatever it might be, let me know and we can book in the call. That's being more passive. That's being more commission-based versus we should really book in the audit. I know it can really help you. When would work for you? So shifting from if you would ever want to book it in or let me know anytime you want to book it in to we should really book in the audit or it would actually be really great for us to book in that audit. When would work for you? So moving from that passive permission base to being more proactive, more directive. Last example I have for you is Someone might say, would you like to work together? And this could be in their content. This could be in their marketing. This could be the call to action. This could be in the conversation. So would you like to work together versus here's how I can help you, explaining how you can help them and then moving forward from there. So instead of asking for permission, would you like to work together? And, you know, this is why I say positive intent uh, is the foundation of this and you know, we have to understand that people do really do, they really want your services, but also you're not pushing anyone into buying from you just because you know these strategies. So instead of saying, would you like to work together? That is a question, which is like a yes or no answer. That's being more passive and permission-based. I would instead encourage you look at being more proactive and asking something like, here's how I can help you And then you would show people how you can help them. That's going to reveal, and I think really that this is what this is all about. It's revealing what people need to see from you in order to see if they truly want to buy from you. So instead of asking for permission, instead of being passive, instead of would you like to work together, 
here's how I can help you, explain what that's like, and that's going to open up more opportunity for someone to actually want to move forward. All right, there are the few examples that I have from you. Now, there's a couple of things that I think are really important to share to help, I think, separate this type of messaging from being like, you know, being good to what I've shared with you to being incredible. So you could take the exact same things and they may not work because of what I'm about to share with you. Number one is how you say things. So these are the words that you use and then also the tone at which you say it. You know, like uh, you might emphasize certain words, you might talk at a certain speed, you might talk, slow it down, you might say it with, you know, that you genuinely care and you have to genuinely care. That's why I say there has to be this positive intent. So how you say things, the words you use, the tone that is applied to it, I think is really important. So for someone to say, if you ever want to book in that call with me, you know, just let me know. Or if you ever want to book in that audit, just let me know. We can arrange it when you're ready. That is very passive as we described. But to move someone to say something that is more proactive and more direct, but say it in a way that is more, is, isn't salesy, such as we should really book in the audit, when would work for you? There's a way to say that really salesy and there's a way to say that where you genuinely do care and it kind of can come across that you do genuinely care. So how you say things, the words that you use and the tone at which you say it can be really important. So there will be some things for you to practice your delivery on it, especially if it is verbal versus, you know, something written, but I would be practicing both of them. The last thing I'll share on this is how you receive feedback. Now you might think, well, that doesn't even apply to this conversation, but it absolutely does. And if you listen to the episode on giving and receiving feedback, this ties in really well with that episode as well. But if you move from being passive and permission-based to being more proactive and directive, you are going to receive a lot more feedback from people. And feedback can be people saying yes, people saying no, I don't want that thing, and people not saying anything at all. And so how you interpret or internalize that feedback is actually really important. What happens when you say to someone, we should really book in the audit, I know it's really going to help you, even if we don't work together, let's still book it in, when would work for you? So if you said that to someone and someone says like direct no, like no, which honestly is probably the very minimal, it's very unlikely to happen, but it can happen. It's likely to happen. It can happen, but it's also not very likely as well. You just don't know. You you won't know until you test it out. But for you to say that to someone, someone could really actually say, no, I don't want that. Or, you know, they could come up with some other reason or excuse And how you receive that feedback or how you internalize or interpret that is going to really dictate how you continue on with different strategies and marketing and approaches and techniques in your business. If you make that mean that what you're doing is wrong, they hate what you do, all the different stories that we come up with, how you receive that feedback is going to be really important. And that is a rule I believe for all marketing, all sales that we do, the way that we interpret how things went, the feedback, whether it was a yes, whether it was a no, whether it was a not now, or they don't say anything at all, they ghost you, whatever it might be. The way we receive that feedback can really dictate 
the different actions we take moving forward after that. So just know by it's a potential, it's not 100% guaranteed, but it's a potential by you shifting into being more proactive and direct where, you know, even you're giving someone a link to a lead magnet, they might say no, they might ignore you, but there's going to be way more upside. There's going to be more yeses overall because you shift into being more proactive and more direct. The likelihood, though, is you might experience more no's and rejection. So just that I think that's actually an exciting thing because you will get to experience what that is like and then you get to address what those feelings are like for you in your business when people say no. And then you can course correct, you can improve. Maybe there's certain things about, you know, how you're delivering the techniques or the strategies or the words or how you're saying things. Or maybe you just need to separate yourself from, you know, when someone says no, they're allowed to say no, it's perfectly okay. And I'm moving on. I'm continuing. I'm not burning a bridge, but I'm still going to keep doing what I'm doing. Okay. The last thing I'm going to share is the action steps for you. So how can you assume the sale more in your business? And this is across the board in so many different ways. So the best action step I have for you, especially if you want to take on more sales, well, look, I'll give you two action steps. The second one is really going to be sales focused. The first action step would be to think and reflect in your business, where would this make the most impact for you? You know, there might be some different scenarios or examples where now knowing this, you could have applied assuming the sale a little bit more, being more proactive, a bit more direct instead of being more passive and permission-based. So have a think about where would this have the most impact for you? Is it the way you communicate your services? Is it your call to actions? Is it the conversations you're having with people? Even opportunities and as well, you know, raising your hand for maybe a speaking opportunity instead of saying, you know, if you're looking for more speakers, be more proactive, be more direct. Here's how I can help you. Here are some topics I can cover. You know, be more proactive, be more direct. So think about how this could have more of an impact on you in your business. The second action step, which is more sales focused, is to find five people, and you could increase this number if you want to, but find at least five people in the past who wanted to work with you but never ended up going forward for whatever reason. Now, I want you to get back in contact with them and say, hey, Sarah, how are things going with XYZ problems? So I might say, hey, Sarah, how are things going with wanting to make more sales in your business? Then you can continue. Um, Hey, Sarah, how are you going with, hey, Sarah, how are things going with wanting to make more sales in your business? I've had you on my mind recently and wanted to make sure we got this problem solved properly. Here's a link to book a call. Let's have a chat to see how I can help you. So it's like a check-in message with people who have wanted your help. They've had a certain problem and you're going back to them. It's a little bit of a script that you could copy or you could tweak. Um, But we're being proactive. We're being proactive by reaching back out. We're also being proactive by sharing the link and saying, let's have a chat to see how I can help. Where some people can go astray with this, instead of saying, how are you going with that problem? You know, you've been on my mind lately. Instead of saying, here's a link to book a call, some people might say, would you like to book a call or feel free to book in a call, which there's nothing wrong with that. But if you were applying, assuming the sale, 
much more, you would assume they want to book in that call. You know they've got a problem. You know that you can help them. So instead of saying, would you like to or feel free to, here is the link to. Now, this can go one of three ways. Yes, they're going to book in a call. No, they're going to say, no, it's not for me. Or three, or not for me right now. Or three, you're not going to hear from them at all. But if you don't hear from them at all, they may still book a call. And for whatever reason you don't hear from them, all of that is perfectly okay as well. You just don't know what's going on in people's world on their end. It's got nothing to do with you. But do your due diligence on your end to make sure you've done everything you possibly can and feel free to follow up them, um, you know, if you don't hear from them. But just to know, I love to explore all the different scenarios of what can happen, just so that you, you're you aware. So action step here, go back to some people, I would say five at least. Um, I was going to say three, but I was like, no, let's push them a little bit more. Go back to at least five people in the past who wanted to work with you, reach back out to them, acknowledge that, you know, how are you going with this certain problem, which would be the thing they inquired with you about. Tell them they were on your mind recently or trade that for something else that is authentic and genuine to you and say, I'd love to see how I can help you to get this problem solved properly. Here's the link to book a call. You can use that as a script. You can tweak it to sound a little bit more like you, make it authentic and aligned to your business, to your brand. But this is what I have for you today with assuming the sale. This is like a small but mighty shift that really can make a huge difference to the outcomes you're producing in your business. I was like, if we go back, I was very much a passive permission-based business owner. I think like many, many people are. But by shifting to being more proactive and more direct, but doing it in a way that suits me or suits you, and then understanding how much better it is, not just for you, but also your potential clients when you are more proactive and direct, you're saving them time. They don't have to go back and forth with you to ask for the link or, you know, to ask questions. And so you're going to get faster conversions there, but faster conversions translated to your ideal clients is them getting their problem solved quicker. So not only is it you winning, it's your clients winning as well. And that's what I see businesses need to be. It's a win for you as the business owner, and it's also a win for your clients as well. So coming back to that positive intent, stand by what it is that you do, stand by your services and how you help people, because that is the foundation of everything. If you're feeling a little funny there, then like nothing else matters. The way you do your sales and marketing, none of it is going to matter because you're sitting on a rocky foundation. So we need to make sure you've got that positive intent around what it is that you do and how you can genuinely help people. And I think that is an accelerator for you using incredible sales, marketing, psychology-based strategies that can help people. So that's what I have for you today. I hope you found this useful and I will talk to you very, very soon. Hey, thanks for listening. If you found this episode useful, I'd love for you to send it to a friend. The best podcasts I have found have all been recommended to me. If you can spread the word by sharing this episode, I can spend more time helping you by creating episodes just like this one. Send it, text it, tell somebody about it, whatever you need to do. The more you spread the word, the more I can focus on creating needle-moving episodes to help you and your friends.